The three most important letters in sports. Even better than those. TVV. 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 It's Fox 6 Sports Director Tim Van Voren on Homer and Tony. Tim Van Voren is brought to you by Mars Cheese Castle, a Wisconsin landmark that you need to experience off I-94 in Kenosha. Meats, cheeses, bakery, bar, and restaurant all under one roof. Learn more at MarsCheese.com. Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports, three-time Wisconsin Sportscaster of the Year, Hall of Fame wingman, other awards, but he won't tell us, and we haven't found and figured it out yet. TVV, good afternoon. Homer, a good afternoon to you. Um, have you met uh, Mina Kimes before? I, I have not met Mina report? Kimes before. Nope, nope, ESPN's uh, Mina Kimes. Well, nope. She said what I believe is the most positive thing that's been said about the Packers' upcoming season, and I want to know if you're buying it, because she said the Packers will have the second-best defense in the NFL. And in the last 60 years, whenever the Packers, in terms of points given up, have been first or second, they were world champions. Question is, does TVV believe the defense is that good i don't know that it's that good i respect mina kimes i think she does a nice job and i think a lot of the things she has put forth have come to fruition um i also think there's probably a a dose of you know headline grabbing with some of those comments i don't think it's necessarily going to be that good for the packers defense i think the packers defense is going to be strong and um something that the team can rely on but I definitely think all, far, all parts of the team fit together. And, um, you know, the, the defense needs some, needs some complimenting from the other sides of the ball as well. If not top two, where do you think uh, they might rank? Oh, I mean, top ten. Okay. Yeah, statistically, they were good last year. They're, I don't see Rasul Douglas being – as impactful on taking the ball away, um, maybe I'll be proven wrong. I, it just seems to me it was a little bit of lightning in the bottle last year for them, for him in particular, and um, you know that really changed some games defensively. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm looking at a top ten defense, which to me is a strong defense. That it is. Do you will you join my club if they are first or second in defense points given up? They will win the Super Bowl. I would be comfortable joining you in that club, Homer. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. First or second, yes, I would. Uh, I always want the update on the uh, on the Tim Van Voren Scouting Bureau in terms of going to the gatherings they have and the uh, little thoughts you have about players. And I know they're not doing anything. They're just in shorts. Uh, but, yeah, you always catch something. What's the uh, Tim Van Voren Scouting Bureau got for us? You know what? I'm I'm – to the point where I, I'm looking forward to catching something on the offensive line. You know, it's a position where we all throw it out there. I know I hope you know you hope the line is good if you're a Packer fan and Aaron Rodgers says the same thing. I think the offensive line could be fascinating this year in Green Bay. You have uh, established players coming back from injury. You've drafted, supplemented that position not just with one pick, multiple picks. Uh, you know, you had young guys who have played the last couple of years. So, you know, to this point, I don't think you can see anything on, on the offensive line, really, other than, you know, David Bakhtiari hasn't been out there. Um, Elton Jenkins hasn't been out there. No surprise there uh, with Jenkins. 
But July 27th, I want to start seeing who is uh, ascending and who is playing on the offensive line. I, I am not a, an expert who's able to tell everything that's going on out there, but I think through observation and uh, interpretation, you can get a vibe of, you know, who looks like he could be in the mix and, and who's a concern. And I don't really know who you'd say right now would be guaranteed to be in the mix. I, I can't come up with five, that's for sure. Well, I I want to know about David Bakhtiari, and that is I still think things are okay. But the most important thing to me about the Green Bay Packers on that first day of training camp is the condition of David Bakhtiari. And is it going to be norm, back to normal? Like. Shouldn't he be 100% when training camp starts and there should be no special situations or things done for him? Yeah, I, based on the normal track record of that injury and that surgery and that rehabilitation, yes, you would certainly say uh, at, at more than a year and a half, he should be on the field and should be locked in at left tackle because he, you know, prior to injury, was one of the two or three best tackles in the NFL and uh, is paid commensurate to that and is, is counted on as a huge part of the offense. So, again, the the kind of, I don't want to say mixed messages because nobody's said anything about concern, but it hasn't been 100% this is what's going to happen on July 27th with Bakhtiari. So, I, again, I, I, think, I think the offensive line could, could really be good. Or it could be, gee, we didn't see this happening, and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely – uh, I don't want to say scramble mode, but it's definitely Plan B. Let's put it that way. Right. I don't. I don't see how anybody can't be worried a little bit about David Bakhtiari because you alluded to. I would have thought Lafleur said, "Hey, he's fine. He'll be at the start of training camp." Uh, you know, he, he could have easily said that, but the fact that he hasn't makes me think there are some sort of issues. I, all we can do is interpret what's been said. I, you know, I've seen David Bakhtiari out there plenty of times, running around, moving around, kind of similar to what he was during regular season practices last year. He's not taking part in those practices, but he's moving around. You see him doing. So the you think I'm overreacting okay. a little bit? Then no, I don't. No, I don't, Homer, because I agree with you. When when Matt Lafleur says, uh, "Yeah, we expect him to be ready," but we expect him to be ready last year. You know, he played a game, yes. so. You know, it's all just kind of everything stated about David Bakhtiari comes with a little bit of a caveat, and I find that odd. You know, Elton Jenkins uh, is continuing to progress. You watch him, you can see that he seems to be moving along. But again, Bakhtiari looks like he's moving along. So, you know, I just, I really don't know. They have a lot of bodies, but two of those guys are Pro Bowl-level players, and the rest of them aren't. And right now, those two guys are still in the injury group. As far as the wide receivers, um, what would you uh, add, if anything? I don't think they're going to sign a uh, Julio Jones or somebody like that. I think they're going forward with this group. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see if that's the right stance or even a correct view on my part. Uh, but I think they're going forward with this group. They have a lot of bodies. Uh, most of them uh, have some distinguishing still to do. Uh, but I think I, I think that's a well. I know it's a well coached position. I think they have a quarterback who has made a lot of guys a lot of money and look better over the years. You know, 
Do, Homer, do they have somebody who could be Jared Boykin? I mean, Jared Boykin had like 60 catches one year. You know, never, never before, never after. But, uh, you know, is it possible? Sure, it's possible. So I, I think this is the group they go with. Uh, all right. Um, special teams. Is there anything else, or is it now just waiting time? I, I don't. The I don't know that I'm. Uh, I feel like I want to make sure I don't leave something out because I told Jason the same should apply to you. You guys should both be on vacation for a month up until a week before the start of training camp. But you do have other duties. Well, uh, you know, I would anticipate a few more days off this summer, or at least the, the ability to turn things off this summer than last when we had the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. It's hard to believe that was a calendar year ago. Uh, so that's way different. And, uh, you know, I sympathize with the people in, say, uh, Cleveland. You know, they're not going to have those days off because you always have to be tuned into what's going on with your, your football team. Uh, my, my thing really for the Packers now is the health watch. It's kind of boring. But, again, I would say two Pro Bowl players on your offensive line, what is their health schedule? And we won't know until July 27th. I get it. But that's where my focus is. Talking with Tim Van Voren, Fox 6 Sports. Um, Rashawn Gary, what's your scouting report on him? Uh, Jason Wilde and I talked a little bit, and the debate was whether he is an elite pass rusher. And I said, my definition of elite is real easy. I just watch to see if other teams' offensive coordinators double-team or do special things. Then that's an elite player at any position on the defense. If not, then he's not elite. But... um, he has been better than I thought. I had concerns that he would underwhelm, and I would say last year he definitely whelmed. I like your phraseology. I think that he has progressed at a probably better-than-expected pace for most outside, and I think probably right on pace that the Packers would be hoping for. Um, does he have another jump in him? Because to get to a lead, he has to have another jump in him. Right now you look at him and say, uh, scouting reports would say you need to know where Rashawn Gary is. You need to watch what's going on with him. But you're not thinking that he's going to wreck your offensive game plan. So he needs to go another gear if he's going to continue to ascend into that elite category. And he may have that in him. Again, he's one of those guys who I think has made a step every year in his career, which is pretty noteworthy now when you've been in it. You know, what is he, three years in? So that, you know, he, he really hasn't had any backsliding. You need to keep going with Rashawn Gary, and there is more pressure on Rashawn Gary now. Zadarius Smith really didn't play much last year when he played just a few snaps in the first game uh, before the playoffs. So Gary had that role, but it's different going into the season knowing that it's you and Preston Smith, and there's not much behind you either. So I, I, I think there's more pressure on Rashawn Gary. He's, you know, he's used to it. He played at Michigan with all that attention on him. But I wouldn't say he was the most productive player at Michigan either. You knew where he was. You paid attention to him. Your eyes found him. But, you know, is it going to be more of that with the Packers, or is his production going to match his potential? Uh, Have you learned anything about Jordan Love recently? Has anything in the scouting bureau of TVV on Jordan Love been adjusted at all? I don't think so. I think that, uh, you know, maybe in the preseason we'll we'll get a gauge one way or the other um, in terms of whether it's different than it's been in years gone by. He's, he's up and down, for lack of a better term, up and down. 
uh, out there on the practice field. There, there are some ups where you say that all looks really good, and if he could do that consistently, then uh, up is the way you would describe him. But there are some downs that you know give you pause, and I think that's the way he played last year too. He had plenty of good plays when he played, but he had mistakes that really knocked his overall grade down quite a bit and gave that you know that that room for concern. So uh, I, I would say so far that's the same thing I would see from Jordan Love. He's going to play a lot though in the preseason and you know they wanted him to they wanted him to play uh, that extra game last year when he couldn't with the shoulder injury i think he's going to play a lot he's going to keep going to have the joint practices uh it's going to be a faster speed against a different team and we should see a little bit more from jordan love one way or the other talking with tim van Vorn, fox six sports let's get to the brewers uh phil garner no longer has the most wins craig council has it i can't tell you how little that means to me um but uh, I am a huge fan of Craig Council. I've said as long as David Stearns is the GM, Craig Council has a job for life. I believe they could lose 30 games in a row this season, and he's still the manager. So uh, it took him fewer games, but I, I don't know what am I? What what should I be thinking when he sets the record for most wins by the Brewers? You know what, Homer? I kind of agree with you. I, I, I'm a fan of Craig Council in terms of the way he does his uh, his managing. I think he, he I think he you know he has that team. And they play for him, and I really don't quarrel with uh, uh, his decisions on a regular basis at all. It's funny though. Uh, prior to last night, they were what two and ten, I think, in June. Was he a bad manager as he got close to the top, or were his guys not pitching and not hitting? You know, it, it, that to me is what it comes down to. Uh, so uh, I, I thought Council was managing just fine during that stretch. I don't think he cost him games, and if they run off a seven-game winning streak now, it'll be primarily the responsibility of the players. And Council has said that exact same thing. I like his approach. I respect him. I congratulate him. Uh, but I didn't think less of him because they were 2-10 and ten this month prior to last night. Still haven't won in the division? I'm not sure that I do. Whoa! Whoa! Uh, yeah, I'm not sure that I do. Whoa. I think they, I think they got knocked off their pegs a little bit here, Homer. I, I think this Whoa. was uh, now. Granted, you, you had have the Packers winning their division. <laughs> yes, that, handily. Okay, you got the Bucks uh, winning their division. Yes. Okay, I just didn't know. I, I, I don't even okay. know what the, the you know what those rosters are going to look like this year. I still say <laughs> yes. Right, back to the back to the Brewers. Uh, you know the Brewers easily still could, and I and I picked them early mm-hmm. this year to do so. Uh, I think they got knocked off their pegs through this. I know they were. Um, you know, hurt. I know they were playing these long road trips. All that stuff conspires against you. But to me, one of the things that the Brewers have really used in the last couple of years is that confidence, is that we're going to beat you. We've got that edge. We've got a little something extra. Uh, I don't, I, I, it just doesn't, right now, granted, they, you know, they're, they're extenuating circumstances, but right now, I think they've kind of lost that edge and they need to regain it. And, you know, they lost the edge. Uh, last year, by clinching so early and back to, you know, they're not that much better than anybody else, I guess is what I'm saying. You need, they need to play on the edge. Uh, they, they were unable to re, re, regain that edge last year uh, after, you know, kind of coasting for the last week of the regular season. And it's not that, not that they coasted here, but I think they have to regain the edge. 
We have 60 seconds left. William Tauscher had a survey. Which current Wisconsin pro head coach is the best? Craig Council, Matt LaFleur, Mike Budenholzer. Budenholzer, 37%. Matt LaFleur, 35%. Council, 29%. They're crazy. Mike Budenholzer should be getting at least 60%. Nobody's even close to his league. What do you say, TVV? Mike Budenholzer is a world champion coach. I, I mean, I don't know what the percentages would be, but he's my vote. All right, TVV, thanks. You bet. You have a great weekend, Homer. See ya. Tim Van Voren, Fox Six. Uh, excuse me, Fox Six Sports. Scalzo and Bruster next. No worries.